Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time. Put those earbuds in, turn up the volume, because it's the time for another edition of Double Take Sports Talk with the Watch Brothers right now. All right, so let's go over what we got. Here's the headlines from the NFL and MLB. All right, catch up with another episode of Double Take Sports Talk. Until then, shout Darren, how you feeling today? Not too shabby. Not too shabby. What's good? Uh, you know, the same old, same old. The same old, same old. Yeah. Yeah. I had to, I had to take me a nap. <laughs> man, it was so hot today. Mm-hmm. I'm tired. You know, mm-hmm. Up early. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh. Mixing that together, getting up early and being hot at the same time. Not a good combination. I wanted to take a nap this morning when I got home. I wanted to take a nap. I couldn't. Too much work to be done. Oh, I wanted to take a nap. Was so I sleepy. Had to this day and I had a, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had to squeeze this one in because even though that I did a lot of preparation for the podcast this week, you know, mm-hmm. I had to. I was sleeping. I'm no way in the world. I just couldn't do it. I I'm blaming. Like, Look, I'm going in, doing it. I'm coming home. I'm taking this nap, and there's nothing else to it. <laughs> yep. That's that wasn't it. even an option. Nope. No way near it. That was not an option. Mm-mm. <laughs> so, all right. Let's go ahead and get this bad boy on started. And I have to admit that doing this platform talk kind of has kind of got me a little bit anxious because I am, I don't never speak like you do. Damn near an advocate of uh, reform, justice, and Black Lives Matter, all of that. I, I am more the one that is the observant guy when it comes down to things like that. Mm-hmm. I always want to listen to what people say. Mm-hmm. Of course, being prime example, listen to your podcast. Mm-hmm. I listen, mm-hmm. observe, mm-hmm. you know, to give you to understand how people feel. Mm-hmm. And this is the same way with any other thing that I've always hear. Mm-hmm. So. So that's why I'm a little bit on the anxious side. Shoot your shot. Forgive me. Yeah. Shoot your shot. You see uh, what I had to do? I had to shoot my shot the first time. When I did that very first podcast, I had to shoot my shot. And that, talk about anxious. That was anxious. I was very anxious then. I was nervous. I was everything else under the sun. But sometimes you just have to shoot your shot. Shoot your shot. So, all right. So, why are we in your living room? This is a form of a lot of questions that, well, it's not a lot of questions, but it's a question that I ask of myself when I'm thinking to myself. Because when it comes down to, you know, support, when you're trying to get support from people from the black community, from Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter, um, reform, justice, and um, police reform and stuff like that, you know, everybody goes silent and they want to kind of go to separate ways about it. And now it's getting to a point that a lot of people are starting to get sick of hearing, you know, hearing about Black Lives Matter and uh, police reform, justice, and stuff like that. They get sick of hearing it. So that's why I always say that question, why are we in your living rooms? 
So last week, I had texted Darren, and I told him I am going to be taking over for this tonight's podcast on a platform talk. Mm-hmm. And I had come across a conversation. It wasn't at the, I couldn't speak at the right time. And I really couldn't speak at that time. So that's why I'm doing this now. And these people know who they are. Uh-huh. They know we have a podcast. Mm-hmm. And if they actually sat down and listened to this podcast, they would really know how I feel at this point. So I came across a conversation with some co-workers of mine. And they got to talking about first was... Uh, COVID, and they, and one person, I'm not going to mention names since I'm still mm-hmm. involved. In this. That's fine. One person was trying to convince this other person to get COVID shots because COVID is ruining a lot of things right now. Uh-huh. And it's getting worse with the advanced calling of COVID. Uh, what do they call it there? The Delta uh, variant. That, that's it. So it's getting worse with that. Mm-hmm. And they got to talking about that. Mm-hmm. So that wasn't important. Somehow, along the way, in that conversation, it had turned to sports and Black Lives Matters movements. And it kind of put me on the wrong side of them because what they were saying. Technically, in this sense, it's more now that they're so sick of now they're in agreement. Okay? In agreement. Where there wasn't an agreement at first when they talked about COVID. Now they want to come into agreement when it comes out of this, that they're so sick and tired of this Black Lives Matters and reform and stuff like that. Now, of course, you, me, and Darren, we was feeling that way years ago. Mm-hmm. When, we, when we did this podcast in 2016 and Kyle when it did it, we didn't want no part of it. Mm-hmm. Okay? We, we understand how that felt. Oh, yes. But that, but that brings the question, why are we in your living room? Mm-hmm. Why are we in your living room? Because of this. Okay? So... They said this is crap. They're tired of it. And it's a way, sports is a way for them to get away from the situation. Just to get away. And the other person had replied and said, oh, yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree with the statement because when 9-11 came, everybody came together. When Sports came about. Everybody came together. Now, all of a sudden, you want to divide America again with this crap? This is why we are in your living room. If you want to escape from this, I got reality news for you. You can't. Mm -mm. We are trying to bring people together when it comes to the Black Lives Matter movement. Uh Now, me sitting there as the only black man in Mm -hmm. that warehouse, Mm -hmm. the only black man, and they're saying this, and they're looking at me, and they're like, oh, no offense, girl, but this is how we feel. None take it, you cankerous little prunes. I'm fine with that. Okay, I'm totally fine with it. I got somewhere I can vent this shit out. So, at this point right now, y'all can have it. Because I'm going to come on here, and I'm going to speak on it. You cannot, whatsoever, me as the lone man, tell me what is no offense. I was offended. Period. 100% 100% offended by what was being said. Absolutely. So instead, I didn't want to hear the no offense shit. 
I didn't want to hear that. I would have rather heard, you know what? This is fantasy talk, but this is how I really want to hear it. What can we do by you being a black man? What can we do to help? What can we do? You know, what is it that is the problem? What's your thoughts? How are you feeling? This is shit I wanted to hear. Mm -hmm. Not that bullshit talking about, oh, no offense, Daryl, but yes, we're sick of it. Well, guess what? No offense to y'all. Actually, let me take that back. The hell with that. I'm sick of hearing that. I'm sick of hearing the no offense. I'm sick of hearing that y'all sick of it. I'm sick of hearing all that. Because we're trying to bring equity, equality, respect back into supremacy. But supremacy don't want to hear that shit. Yeah, they never wanted to hear it. And y'all are part of that. Y'all are a part of what we are speaking about. Y'all are part of it. Point blank, period. So when y'all say that this is a situation that just needs to get off TV, off y'all bedroom's TV, your living room's TV, your kitchen TV, your bathroom TV, wherever the hell y'all have TVs at, your newspapers, your apps, or your phones, news, everywhere, it's not going away. Address this shit. Address it. Because it's going to stay. It's here. Black people have had enough. If y'all want an escape, be involved. That's not even an option. It's not an option. During you come across people that act just like them. Because of the fact that a lot of things that they agree with. And y'all just oblivious to the fact that we're speaking as citizens, athletes, speaking citizens. So when y'all sit here and y'all talk about what y'all tired of hearing, these athletes are just as much a citizens as y'all. And they're sick and tired of what they're seeing. They're sick of it too. So if y'all don't want to watch sports no more and what y'all said, y'all don't want to watch sports no more, they don't fucking watch it. They don't fucking watch it. But know that this shit is here, man. Everybody's going to speak on how the hell they feel about it because they have every right to speak on it. Just like how y'all have the right to speak on how y'all feel about racial inequality and, and, and reform and stuff like that. This is the next in line. This is the next in line. And it's not fair to me because if I would have spoke out on that, what would have happened to me? What would have happened to me? Mm-hmm. I have... Me and you have been racially profiled and discriminated on before. Mm-hmm. We have. But y'all don't want to hear that. Because y'all sick of it. Y'all sick of it. Yep. That sounds accurate. But that ain't cool. That's why I'm so offended about it. That's why... When it comes down to that hashtag Black Lives Matter, guess what? It's staying. It's staying. We go out and stay how y'all. First off, that was good. Uh, you touched on points that needed to be touched on. And I'm with you. It is very offensive, for one, when you are the only black man there. And 
they look at you and say, oh, no offense. Nah, yeah, it's, it's offensive. Because quite frankly, at this point, I don't even really give a damn what you think. I just don't care. Because what I could do right now is shove it back in your face. Bruh, this is exactly why we're doing what we're doing. Pretty much exactly what you're saying. This is exactly why we're doing what we're doing. We ain't doing this shit just to be cute. We ain't doing this for bad entertainment. No, we're doing this because of racial inequalities. We're doing it because of racial issues. We're doing it because of discrimination. Remember the word last week that I said? The word persecute, it reminds you of something. It's similar to something. That word, oppression. The bullshit that y'all pulling right now. Talking about, I'm tired of hearing it. Oppression. You're pretty much, they pretty much persecuted you. Because of your thoughts. Because of your feelings. Not directly to you. But in a way to make sure that they wanted you to be back as the oppressed. They didn't want you to speak out on how you feel. Which is why you came on here and did it. Good. Good. So I hope they sit down and listen. Because I got a message for them. When you talk to the oppressed like that. Some, some oppressed is going back down. We ain't one of them. I had to explain it to somebody a few days ago. I cannot sit here and be quiet anymore. To people like them. Can't do it. Cannot do it. You talk about 9-11. Everybody came together. You want to know why everybody came together? Because George Bush brought everybody together. When in the last four years have you seen Donald Trump bring anybody together other than white supremacy? You tell me. When you have an answer, come talk to me. But in the meantime, if you're tired of looking at the NFL, if you're tired of looking at the NBA, good for your motherfucking ass. Because I'm glad you don't want to watch it no more. I ain't losing no sleep. You ain't losing no sleep. I could care less what you feel like. You don't like it? Beat it. There's other hobbies you can do. Join the white supremacy. Sound like what you want to do, don't it? Sound just like it. So think about the things that you say. That shows me that the people that you are with do not have any considerations for your feelings except for your work ethic. And that's some bullshit. Straight up. Bullshit. Straight up. And I hope y'all listening. Because you may be restrained, but my motherfucking ass ain't. And I'm going to let your asses have it. That's all I got. Yeah, that. And it frustrates me even more when we talk about sports. And people being together, being brought together because of sports. What about the job? Mm-hmm. Where's the support? Exactly. Supporting my work ethic. Exactly. That's all. That there's no love there. There's no love. Prove it to me. Prove it to me. When you show some love, come talk to me. Prove to me that you have some love for Daryl Watts a second. Prove that to me. But in the meantime, until you do, don't talk about love. Because all you've been doing is talking about hate. And don't sit there and try to backtrack what you said. No, you said what you said. You said the quiet part out loud. Exactly. You said the quiet part out loud. And the quiet still had to remain silent because he don't know what the hell's going to happen. Exactly. Some bullshit. Some bullshit. Some bullshit. Some bullshit. You got a platform. Use it. Evidently, y'all got the platform all around the world. Y'all, we got you. 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 So, yeah, that was a rant. Why, why are we stealing it over? You. Because why are we stealing it over? Because it's ignorant crap like that. Ignorant crap. Talking so much shit. 
talking about what you tired of, fine. We'll give you something to be tired about. We're going to make sure it's plotted all over your TVs. We're going to make sure. We're going to make sure that their press going to speak. We're going to make sure that there's some going to be some type of uh, equality. It's going to be something. But I'll be damned, I ain't going to be one of them dudes to sit there and listen to you talk shit and then expect us just to sit here and do one of these right here. Staying quiet. Yeah. Nah. No. Nah. Ain't going to work like that. I'm good, bro. No. Catch yeah, me that's up. That's why I came over here. I had, to, I had to speak on that. Mm-hmm. I had to speak on that because that is, that's an insult. To you! To it's, it's the oh, and not only that, it's very disrespectful. It's disrespectful. Who do you think you are? You know, y'all can sit up here, y'all can give me all the pats in the back all you want. Exactly. You can give me all the promotions that y'all want. Y'all can give me all the money in the world that y'all want, but that would not take away that I am still a black man. When I had, when I worked with the insurance company, went to a place, went to a place to try to talk to them. Got to talking about Trump. Got to talking about his red hat in his office. Got to talking about the things Trump done, which he really didn't say much because he really didn't do much other than uh, rejoin uh, white supremacy and, and signed a few things in the Do law. and the tax forms and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, and pretty much helping his friends uh, get rich, but, you know, that's beyond the point. But then he got to talking about the NFL. Got to talking about everybody's being disrespectful. Well, why do you think you think we're being disrespectful. Just because we have. Just, be, just because we love America. Do not make us disrespectful for protesting. It do not make us disrespectful. We just want to see changes that America said that they were going to make. Equal rights. Equal fair treatment. But No. When you sit there say that the NFL disrespect players, the, this is disrespectful towards you know the Olympics, towards the fact that they are protesting. One minute it's, one minute it's the 2020 riots for Black Lives Matter. That's what we were. We were rioters of 2020 because of the protests. And then the next minute, Colin Kaepernick is sitting there kneeling and it's like, this is the most disrespectful way to do it. You can't have your cake and eat it too. You got to pick which one is disrespectful. And it can't be both of them. Do you not hear what you're saying? It's stupid. It's stupid because I don't understand when is people going to accept the fact that these athletes are American. Exactly. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, they are black people, just like any other citizen. They are no different, except the fact they make way more money than us. Exactly. Exactly. Who do you think you are? You remember? Exactly. You remember back when we was working at the stadium? Mm Mm-hmm. And you remember that controversy that I had? I had absolutely. No thinking of whatsoever. Mm-hmm. You remember that? It depends on which style I don't remember. That controversy. Mm-hmm. Well, are you going to remember this one? Because you sure forgot about this one. I sure did. You remember that I had purposely put all the blacks in the bowl? Oh, that! The in the oh, yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. First of all, I'm going to be real about that situation. I was not thinking nothing about that. Mm -hmm. And I only had two white people that worked for me. That's it. Two. Just two. So, to ease the situation, what I did was, was a swap. Get me another black usher. A black one. 
and I'll put that black person on stage. But I had to get the black man to do it and get the white man to do it. Of course. Of course. But it was like, but it was like natural positions. Why would you even yeah, why would you even resort to that? Why would you resort to the fact that I got all these all these black people? We're just there to do a job. That's yeah. it. And and here's the thing. And not only that we're there to do a job, but it's also because that in particular section that you had it's something that you don't work on game day. So because you didn't work it on game day, those people that you had did. So they were pretty much just picking up the spots that they worked in during game day. It had nothing to do with race. She just being ignorant. Straight up. Being ignorant. Some people like to work in the stairwell. Some people like to be away from the football game. They want nothing to do with it. And those very ones are in the stairwells. Yeah, they are in the stairwells, plain and simple. You get to hear the game. Yeah, you get to hear the game and everything else, but that's it. So it had nothing to do with race. They are at peace, dude. Bro. I've seen people walking on crossword puzzles. Yes. Reading newspapers. Yes. There's nothing for them to do. Exactly. They are enjoying it. It's like sitting at home. Exactly. They're just making money. That's it. If you want to make a big deal about what I'm doing, hell, I, I could have put myself out of that position if I wanted to. Mm -hmm. I could have put myself out of that position, mm -hmm. but I did. Right. We've been veterans there for a long time. Mm -hmm. Until you know real racial inequality, they'll cut talking to me. Because all you're doing is showing your privilege. Get the fuck off. Get out of here. Nope, that's all for me. So uh, we'll be right back with the sports talk about podcast. We'll be right back. I got to read this article. It was very interesting. So I was like, well, I'm going to go ahead and share it anyway. So, from what I understand, in this in particular case, two things. One, John Cena came back as money in the bank. Very perfect. Mm hmm. And he kicked off Raw that following night. That threw my attention too. But the other thing that caught my attention is the potential The Rock's return. Apparently, he's supposed to be returning in the upcoming WrestleMania. If I'm right, it's supposed to be the upcoming WrestleMania. The only thing that's really fearing him at this point is. Um, conflict of schedule and injuries. Two things that's apparent. So, the original plan was supposed for him to come back to face Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Oh, his cousin. Yes. Hmm, interesting. And if that don't work, if that don't work, it gets bigger. So the other family involved. They're going to put him in a tag team match at WrestleMania with The Rock and one of the Uso brothers versus Roman Reigns and the other Uso What the hell is he trying to do? Roman Reigns and the Uso has really branded the SmackDown brand lately. And everybody's loving their storyline. So if you add rock to that mix, that is going to be huge. Well, I haven't, of course, I have not watched SmackDown in decades. So I have I, I have no idea what's going on. 
they are really kicking ass. And it's just them. It's just them three. It's like, how are y'all doing that? They are really <laughs> kicking ass. People is loving it. Mm-hmm. They're loving it. So that's the plan. And I'm like, dang. Well, I'm gonna have to go back and look at it. I'm gonna have to find it, I'm gonna have watch to it. Probably yeah, because they. Oh, what's going on? Oh, the what's going on? Well, the other thing to add to that is that they're healed. The what? They healed. Oh, healed. Gotcha. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah, they oh. Oh. Dwayne the Rock Johnson was just as entertaining when he was a heel. Not the first time, but the second time. But we'll see how that works. I don't know if The Rock's going to be just be The Rock or if he's going to be the face rock or the heel rock. He's probably just going to be know. probably going to be the face. Yeah, he's probably going to be the face. I don't think they are going to because... Because he's, he's not there. Yeah, he's not there long enough to, to, to turn he's probably just only going to be there for a whole month to build up the promo leading up to WrestleMania. Or unless they decide to do what they did with Rock and Cena... And do it for a whole year. Actually, it was two years. So it's interesting because I know that the, it, it, his, you know, his uh, scheduling conflict, being with him being the host of the the uh, TV show that he does, the only way he'd be able to do that they're off the air for a while. Yeah, yeah. Doing that, he's doing that rival with John Cena. He was still filming the movie. They was still right smack dab filming the movie when he did that. Mm-hmm. So, who knows? Yeah. Who knows what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. Who knows what's going to happen? So, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm reading on that. I haven't watched SmackDown. I haven't watched Raw. And also what brings more kind of like points for me is that Edge came back. That adds points with the rival of uh, Edge and Roman Reigns. So, I thought that was interesting. <laughs> I thought that was interesting. So, that's just for me right now. I'm hearing this rock thing as a little bit of a thing. So, I'm getting that. Mm-hmm. All right. Milwaukee Bucks being Let's talk about it. Bucks took game five in dominant fashion. It wasn't a blowout fashion, but it was a dominant fashion. One five and I did that. Giannis Antetokounmpo blew a uh, 50 piece. A, a 50 piece. Game six. That's what, what I said. Game seven. You said game five. Sorry, game six. I was like, wait a minute. That sounds like the score of game six. Because I thought you were going back to Game 5 to talk about Game nah. 5 to lead into Game 6. Nah, 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 nah. I'm kind of... I'm in mixed feelings right now. I know. And I'm in mixed feelings. <laughs> well, not even because of the Chris Paul thing. That's a little, a little bit to do with it. But it was the thing that I told you yesterday. And... Also, the combination of the officiating and mm-hmm. uh, the way that they treated the game, mm-hmm. it was it was different. Mm-hmm. It was very different. The Suns went up two nothing, and they ain't won nothing since. Lost four straight. The Bucks and went on to lose four straight. It's kind of hard to grasp and understand. So. More likely, Milwaukee started figuring out the Phoenix Suns' defense. And at that point, Phoenix had absolutely no answer. That's just realistic when you're watching the game. That's just realistic. Holiday came to life. He became one of the contributing factors. Chris Middleton became what they needed them to be, which was a closer. Mm-hmm. Um, he had 17 
and uh, Drew Holiday had 12 points and 11 assists. He was one rebound shy of a triple-double. But you got to give him credit where credit is due. His defense has been spectacular. Yes. His defense has been spectacular. I've actually watched a breakdown on how his defense contributes to the Milwaukee Bucks. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it proved, it proved just that. Mm-hmm. It proved just that. Uh, Bobby Portis has 16 points, but nobody else scored. P.J. Tucker didn't score. Pat Connaughton didn't score. Jeff Teague didn't score. What about Chris Middleton? For a yeah, he scored 17. Okay. Yeah, I'm saying nobody else scored other than Brooke Lopez, Chris Middleton, Giannis, and Drew Holiday, and Bobby Portis. Then you got Phoenix. Mikael Bridges, seven points. Frank Kaminsky, six. Cameron Payne, ten. Cam Johnson, three. Then you got the upper points of DeAndre Ayton. He had 12. Chris Paul had 26. Jay Crowder had 15. Devin Booker had 19. They all shot under 30%. That's not going to win you games, especially if you got a strong defense in the loss. That's not going to win games for you. That's why you lost four in a row. The shooting has to get better. Now, game five. They shot over 60% and still lost the damn game. Because what I was going to do was I was going to compile some stats. I might bring it up next week. I'm going to compile some stats because that gave me a little bit of time because of game six that went on last night. And that would have actually interfered with the score change, not score change, but stat change mm-hmm. that affected the playoff. Right. So I'm going to compile some stats. You tell me if it's wrong. If it don't, I mean, if it's if it don't sound right, like something is very interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I thought it was kind of crazy. It was kind of crazy. So, which leads to the off season of what they're gonna do. What Phoenix can do to actually get over the hump. Chris Paul's gonna. Seem like they had all the pieces. They built out the backcourt. They added the better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your thoughts on that? I'm just gonna say that I, I keep hearing a lot about free throws during the series. Now you have to remember and go back to. The Brooklyn series. Me and you was talking about this very same thing with free throws. What was the one thing that Giannis Antetokounmpo had to work on? Free throws. And what did he do? He worked on them. He worked on them. It showed. It showed. So, uh, it, it when, when it looked like he was down, he worked. He never gave up. Same thing with Drew Holiday. When he was down, he worked. Chris Middleton, when he was down, he pulled up, performing in the clutch. So, I'm proud of Milwaukee. No doubt about it. I'm proud of them. I'll leave it there for now. I'm very, look, don't get me wrong. I'm happy for these cats. They earned it. They really did. They really did. They earned it. Especially with a healthy Phoenix team. Mm-hmm. They earned that shit. Mm-hmm. That'll take away from Brooklyn at all. You know, they still beat Brooklyn. They might have done it without James Harden and Kyrie Irving. But they beat a West team. Phoenix Suns, Chris Paul, DeAndre Ayton, and Devin Booker. Booker. Talented players that came off last year 8-0 in the bubble. Upcoming. They earned that. They earned it. Mm-hmm. 
kind of odd that I do this because there's nothing there right now, but this is just the beginning stages of it. I will be bringing it up more as we get further into it, and that is uh, Ricochet. He recently just got arrested five pounds of domestic violence. And also, he And now they are actually trying to investigate the dispatcher that took the call. Because the dispatcher was booed and belligerent to during that call. And what led me to do this with Richard Sherman is when he went on social media to apologize for his actions that he admitted that he needed help. But something happened for him to activate this. I go back to the year that the Seahawks won the Super Bowl. The NFC Championship game when Colin Kaepernick in the closing, I, I want to say it was the closing seconds of the game, or it was fourth down. I can't remember which one it was. I think it was the closing seconds, and I think it was also fourth down, too. And Colin Kaepernick had the opportunity to throw the ball to Michael Crabtree, which he did do. But Richard Sherman was defending him. Richard Sherman had either intercepted the ball or he deflected it, and the game was over. But he got chippy with Michael Crabtree. And then that's when he went into the interview with Aaron Andrews. Is that a lot of Aaron Andrews? Yeah. <laughs> went into that interview with her and he just snapped. He lost it. He went on there cussing up the storm. He sounded very Agitated. Like the way he was, he was, yeah, he sounded very agitated the way that he was when he was trying to break into the, his inlet. It was a lot of rage. Something happened in that in particular case, which is why he feels that he knows that he needs that help and he's going to get that help. That's why I commend him. I commend him because of for him to actually go and admit a grown man's problem to know that you need some help is very refreshing because a lot of people are not going to admit that. Donald Trump can't admit Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So, but, yeah. So I, uh, I was trying to find what exactly he was Well, let me read this about Richard Sherman real quick. At that same time when the police, when he got arrested, there was another report that came out that said that the Washington State Police are also investigating Richard Sherman in connection to a hit and run and damage to a state State Department of Transportation property. The state police said at about 1 o'clock in the morning, they received the report of a single car incident. The car had struck the concrete barrier and the driver apparently was able to drive off of the vehicle and exit the uh, exit it and abandoned it in a nearby parking lot. And the registration was running and came back to one Richard Sherman. Yeah, so that means um, he was engaged in second degree criminal trespass, which was that was at the in-law. And what you just read, third degree um, malicious mischief. Mm-hmm. That was that report from one of them. So those are both domestic violence. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah and also with them trying to investigate that dispatcher too that's really right right we'll be right back with the final thoughts
All right, final thoughts. You got anything? Nope. All right. Well, of course, I said from this point, I was going to start giving you an update on the podcast. Now, that's true. This is the exciting part. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I've reached the point where now where they actually literally start recording. Get your help with some things real quick because they're not that. You know, because you have that for it. Go for it. Go for it. <laughs> reach for the stars. Yeah, reach for the stars. You want distractions? Let me show you a distraction. <laughs> distractions. Uh-huh, big Which time. Is what you related to? Can I do it again? Can I do it again? Here we go. This is what I'm going to have to call twins. (laughs) Yes, sir. She melts my heart as she steals my heart. Drives me insane. She steals it every time. Aaliyah for the win. Yes. And it's amazing on how she could be the biggest distraction mm-hmm. in this house. Mm-hmm. When the, so much going on. When the baby comes, the world stops. The world stops. This house stops. The stop, yeah. hell with the dogs. <laughs> the hell with them. Yes. <laughs> when that baby comes, mm-hmm. everything stops. It's over. I don't get nothing done. I don't get nothing done either. That is why it is essential that I get up in the early in the mornings when she's coming to at least get some things done before she comes. Because once she comes, forget it. I ain't getting nothing done. Nothing. And the only time that you can actually really squeeze that time in is when she, she takes, takes a nap. nap. Mm-hmm. So she takes a nap. She takes that nap. You know you can get some things done. Mm-hmm. The trick Hell, that's not Here's the thing. The catch is is try to still maintain your life at the same time. Hence, when you want when you want to eat, not choke on your shit. When you drink it, not choking on your shit. I know, because I accidentally woke her up on Monday. I had accidentally woke her up because I choked on my drink. Literally. Mm-hmm. I started drinking. <laughs> jumped up and just started crying. I'm like, oh my god. I don't mean to I don't mean to laugh. I don't mean to laugh. That was hilarious. You about scared that poor girl to death. She ain't gonna She ain't gonna have a heart keep fooling with you. What was you drinking? A, a Zevia? And she's drinking juice and barely chokes. She chokes on milk. She is that daddy's child. Straight up. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you don't know this. Everybody choked. You choked. <laughs> you choked on water. There's a difference. I don't do it when Aaliyah's around. (laughs) I don't do it when she's around. Yes, I choke, but not when she's around. Excuse me. Congratulations. I'm proud of you. I think I'm done at this point with you. You just be talking hella shit. That's what I'm supposed to do. Am I not supposed to? I'm supposed to. I'm the youngest out of three. I'm supposed to talk shit. Wait a minute. I'm the one that you be talking all shit. 
that's plainly obvious, but I have taken that over here recently. Yes, you have. Yes, you have. And it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Supposed to be a grown man, you still talking shit. I know he didn't go there. <laughs> I know he didn't go there. It's you talking about right now. Everything. What you mean? I'm talking about everything. You, me, the baby. No, I'm not. I'm not talking about everything. I'm talking about what you talking about. Talking about grown man. What you talking about? Grown man, you still talking shit. And you are too. What's your point? I'm supposed to annoy you. It's my job. And what is it supposed to be my job just to sit back? So why are we been the serious one? What made you decide to change? <laughs> Some bullshit, and you know it. Mama was just sitting there talking about the other day because she said she was sitting upstairs laughing when she got to thinking about me when I said the girl got the boogeyman in her nose. I did too till she came in my room and started talking about it. I was, oh man. I forgot all about that. Until she came in there and started talking, I forgot all about it. And she was talking about, she was talking about crying easily and she ain't that one. But she said she was crying so hard when she was thinking about me. I'm like, woman, I forgot all about it. That's good. I still be laughing. When I get to think about it, I be laughing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, I don't think she's a, I, I couldn't relate to mama on that one. So. It's ignorant. It's crazy, but yes, it happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, there's nothing else we can wrap this up with going on. Uh-huh. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is nothing. No, don't take sports talk. Thank you for downloading. Tune in listening to our podcast. I'm Daryl. Here's right across from me. Yep. All right, catch up with another episode of Double Take Sports Talk. Until then. Ciao. Ciao.